Welcome to Gen Z and the Bible Podcast. This podcast is a resource for Connect Youth at Rose Heights Church. Our mission is to engage students with the Bible through devotions, sermons, and conversations. Our vision is that every student develops a passion for God's Word, and they grow in their love for one another. Welcome, everyone, to the first episode of Gen Z in the Bible podcast. For those who don't know me, my name is Caleb, and I have the awesome privilege of serving as the student pastor here at our Rose Heights main campus. Alongside my beautiful wife, Christine, we love getting to do what we do. And shout out to Christine. You are the one who makes all this happen anyways. I love you. This podcast is created for students. Our heart is to see you grow in every area of your life, and we understand that it starts with a commitment to God's Word and a desire to know God through His Word. We aim to show you how to develop the spiritual discipline of daily Bible study. Hopefully by now you catch our heart that we want to show you how to live your life through His Word. This podcast will feature students, leaders, pastors, people on our staff, and we will have a variety of formats. There's going to be roundtable discussions, interviews, and co-hosted shows. There will be devotions, sermons, and conversations. You don't want to miss it, so subscribe right now. We believe that this podcast will be an effective resource in your journey with Jesus. I came across three big stats a few months ago. The first stat was from Jonathan Morrow from Impact 360 Institute. He reported that recent research from Barna showed that only 4% of Gen Z have a biblical worldview. You're like, Caleb, what is biblical worldview? What does that mean? Biblical worldview is a term used to describe a life perspective shaped by the standards and instructions in the Bible. I saw the other two stats on PRNNewsWire.com, and they reported a study from the American Bible Society. The study revealed that 34% of Gen Z youth are Bible users, meaning that they engage with the Bible at least somewhat. Also, they found that 66% of Gen Z have a desire to read the Bible more. Now, we understand that research cannot give a full picture due to only surveying people at random, but they do give us insight into the relationship between Gen Z students and the Bible. Why are these stats important? Catch this. 66% have a desire to study the Bible. 34% actually said they do study the Bible, but only 4% have a biblical worldview. What does this mean for us? There is a disconnect between the desire to study the Bible and actually studying the Bible. And there's also a disconnect between the desire, actually studying, and then believing and living it out. Now catch this. There's a disconnect between the desire and the discipline. Maybe that's one of the reasons why our world is rapidly being shaped by anti-biblical ideologies. We don't know the Bible, and we don't hold true to what it teaches. Instead, we just pick and choose what we want to fit our agenda. But there's still hope for the church. We can move from desire to discipline. And that's our heart. Our heart for this podcast is to equip you to move from a desire to a discipline. You see, studying the Bible and engaging with God's word is a spiritual discipline that we all must implement in our daily lives, pastors included. But why? Why is it important for us to get into God's word daily? Number one, scripture shows us daily reading is vital. David wrote in Psalm 1, 1 through 3, he said this, Oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked, or stand around with sinners, or join in with mockers, but they delight in the law of the Lord. They meditate on it day and night. They're like trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit each season. 
Their leaves never wither, and they prosper in all that they do. This meditating on his word day and night teaches us to follow his standard rather than stand with the wicked. Meditating on his word plants us. It produces his fruit in us, which leads us to prosper in him. You see, to David, who the Bible tells us is a man being after God's heart, God's word was vital to life and vital to his life. I love Psalms 1, 1 through 3, but I also love this passage in Acts 17, 10 through 12. In verse 10, we see Paul and Silas, they leave Thessalonica and they arrive in Berea. They attend a Jewish synagogue and when their opportunity arose, they preach the gospel message. In verses 11 through 12 state this. It says, And the people of Berea were more open-minded than those in Thessalonica, and they listened eagerly to Paul's message. They searched the scriptures, catch this, day after day to see if Paul and Silas were t- teaching the truth. And as a result, many Jews believed as did many of the prominent Greek women and men. These verses are fascinating and challenging for us today because the people of Berea, they searched the scriptures daily to see if Paul and Silas were teaching the truth. Their study led to truth. Their commitment to the scriptures led them to Christ and their perspective was shaped by the truth within the gospel. This leads to our second point. Scripture shapes our perspective. We should read the Bible daily because it shapes our perspective of the world and our place in it. According to Healthcare IT's 2002 survey, 42% of Gen Z have a diagnosed mental health condition, and 57% are currently medicated for that condition. Of those struggling with mental health, 78% struggle with depression, and 90% struggle with anxiety. Michael Foss from Christian Headlines makes a profound statement. He says, members of Gen Z who read the Bible regularly and apply it to their lives report finding greater meaning and purpose in life and report having lower levels of mental health problems. They also said that they reported fewer symptoms of stress, anxiety, and depression. Studying the Bible isn't always fun, but it's always rewarding. Studying the Bible requires commitment, but it draws us closer to Jesus. We see in the scriptures and in stats that daily Bible study is vital to our lives in every area, mental, spiritual, emotional. Every week in Connect Youth, we preach sermons from God's word, and we challenge you to study the Bible daily. But we also recognize that all of you have busy schedules and may not be able to make a Wednesday night because of practices, school events, or family vacations. So we have created opportunities outside of Wednesdays to study the Bible together. This year, you've probably seen it on text threads or on Instagram, but we have implemented monthly Bible studies to serve as another opportunity for you to study the Bible. Christine started a monthly girls Bible study that has been highly successful. 15 to 30 girls, maybe even more, gather each month at host homes and y'all split between high schoolers and middle schoolers. And I love this. The best part is that it's student led. Christine has done an amazing job, an excellent job with connecting with girls who are interested in leading, guiding them through writing and speaking and devotional. These students have been equipped to lead their specific groups that night. And so we love that, that God is using these students to lead Bible studies. And our heart is that, that God will use these students and show them how to study on their own. It's not just about community. It's about learning how to study the Bible for ourselves and then lead others in the study. We were challenged by this uh, girl Bible study. So the guys started getting together and developing a few groups. One of them is called Bible and Basketball. And the other one is called God and Video Games. 
honestly, we aren't as spiritually focused as the girl groups, mainly because we spend more time playing basketball and video games than we do studying the Bible. However, we are a work in progress and we do study the Bible and we do pray together and we do fellowship, but we're committed to being better. Ladies, we're proud of you and you've challenged us to grow deeper in our faith as well. For students who have busy schedules, we've also started weekly devotions on our Connect Youth Instagram. These are weekly one-minute devotions for students featuring students. Think about you versions verse of the day. These are like our verses of the week with a few quick thoughts from students. So far, these videos have gotten 400 to 1,200 views, with most surpassing 1,000 views. You see, these are weekly devos and not daily devos because we don't want them to be a substitute for your daily devotion, but rather a supplement. Our hope is that the passion from these students, the passion from you guys leading each other in a devotion will challenge all of us to read the Bible for ourselves, to read it daily. Another way that we're connecting you guys with God's Word is through our summer internship program, which actually starts this Wednesday. Every Wednesday throughout the summer, we're meeting from 9 a.m. until youth service. We're going to be praying together, worshiping together, serving together, and growing together. We're going to be diving into the letters of 1 Timothy and 2 Timothy, and we will teach you how to engage with God's Word through study and how to preach God's Word faithfully. We're going to look at the historical and literary context as, as well as approaches to scripture interpretation. In this internship, we're also going to do a, a daily Bible plan together through the YouVersion Bible app. It's called First and Second Timothy by Love God Greatly. As you have heard, we have implemented several different things aimed to help you develop the spiritual discipline of daily Bible study. We want you to move from a desire to a discipline. But I want to take a moment to shout out someone on the podcast. In January, we went to our discipleship retreat called Encounter. And at this retreat, we put a high emphasis on engaging with the Word this year. And we issued a daily Bible challenge. Whoever reads the Bible for 100 days straight without stopping can win $100. The deadline for that, it has to be completed this year. So you still have time if you haven't done that. But shout out to my man, Logan, who was the first student to reach the goal this year. And this Wednesday, he got his $100. We've had a few students make it to around 80 days and then they lost a streak. But the heart behind the challenge is to create a habit of daily Bible reading. PsychCentral.com states that it takes on average 59 to, to 70 days to form a habit. So we're hoping more of you guys will finish this 100-day challenge and you still have time, but our heart is that you will develop a habit of studying the Bible for yourselves. Because even if you get to 80 days or 50 days or, or what, our heart is that you will develop the habit and you will move from a desire to a discipline. If you made it to this point in the podcast, I want to leave you with a quick Bible devotional based on a portion of our message from last week. I will use the popular Bible study strategy, SOAP, which is short for Scripture, Observation, Application, and Prayer. During the summer, we're going through the letter of 1 Timothy, and we launched this series last week in chapter 1. We discussed how Paul is writing this letter to Timothy to teach him how to live and lead in Ephesus. He taught him how to be godly in a godless society. One of our points from last week was that no matter the place, we must honor God. That point was from verse 17. 1 Timothy 1.17 says, All honor and all glory to God forever and ever. He is the eternal king, the unseen one who never dies. 
He alone is God. Amen. That verse is a Pauline doxology, which is birthed in response to Paul's recollection of what Jesus did for him. Paul considered himself the worst sinner, whose ignorance and insolence caused him to persecute God's people. Yet, in God's grace, mercy, and love, he saved Paul and he appointed Paul to serve him. Paul's understanding of this was so that God wanted to use him as a prime example of his patience and ability to save the worst sinners. This conclusion promotes Paul to have an outburst of praise. This praise expresses God's honor and his glory, and it showcases his eternal and ever-present nature and his unrivaled position as the supreme authority in the universe and our lives. What does this mean for us today, though? God can redeem even the worst of us. Aren't you thankful for that? God uses us as an example of his redemptive grace. That's awesome. God is gracious and merciful, merciful to us even when we don't deserve it. Also, God is incomparable and alone deserves worship and not the idols that we have in our lives. Lastly, we should make it a habit to reflect on how God saved us and gave and give thanks for him for all that he's done. You see, reflecting on how God saved us should promote praise within us. You see, we've looked at the scripture, we've observed it, and we've applied it. Now it's time to pray it. So wherever you're at, whether in your car, at your house, in your room, with your friends, just bow your heads for a second. Let's pray. Well, if you're in your car and if you're driving, don't bow your heads. Keep your eyes on the road. But Jesus, you alone deserve worship because of who you are. You are honorable and glorious. You have saved us and redeemed us even when we didn't deserve it. Please help us to be reminded daily of what you've done for us and how great you are. You are eternal, forever, unrivaled. Even when the world around us is falling apart, you aren't. You are secure on your throne. You're never shaken. You're never wavered. So we give our lives to you and we submit to you. We love you, Jesus, and we are so thankful for your grace, mercy, and love. Amen. Thank you for listening to Gen Z and the Bible Podcast. You can find more information about Connect Youth at roseheights.org forward slash students. Don't forget to subscribe to stay up to date on everything Gen Z and the Bible.